Minus 16 with me, David Lutz. It's the podcast where we talk everything Apple. Well, I say talk everything Apple. Generally, that is the case. But this episode is a little bit different. I've got a really close friend of mine on musician, producer and builder of PCs, Rico Garofalo. We're going to ruminate and talk about the differences between our workflows. So sit back as Rico and I talk the difference between PC and Mac. A friend for many years, producer, musician, a musician, if only I could say, and also builds PCs. Yes, you heard it right. The podcast that only talks Apple. We're going to be talking almost PC versus Apple. Rico Garofalo, my friend, how are you? No, I am very well, David, my good friend as well. Good to speak to you. So we spoke about this oh, probably at the end of last year. I said, look, I've got this idea about starting a podcast and maybe we could do something together. And then it was over the course of, uh, I think the Easter weekend, I began ruminating. And when I have time on my side, it's always worrying because then I come up with these really stupid bloody ideas like this one. So for context, I know <laughs> I met Rico through music radio. I used to host music radio shows and Rico being a musician and a lover of jazz as well. We got talking. Yada, yada, yada. I've been over to his studio, released an album, what would have been, two, uh, two, three years ago this summer, isn't it? 2019? Three years. Coming yep. up three years, actually, in a few weeks, yeah. Seeds. I'll be yeah, leaving a link to that years. in the show notes for the podcast if you want to pick yourself up a copy. And, um, and yeah, we became firm and very good friends. But the big difference between us is I pay an extortionate amount and surround myself with aluminium Apple products <laughs> and my bank balance regrets my decision there every living day of my life. And Rico, on the other hand, goes off and makes a full project with, I don't know how many multi-layers of tracks, plugins, you name it, on PCs. So there's quite a difference I in do, our yeah. outlook, isn't there? So first of all, when you were at university studying, because your degree was in music, not it was wasn't performance, was it? Was it music tech? I seem to remember. It was. It was. Well, actually, it was. Uh, the official title was um, popular music and recording. Right. So presumably, um, with was the, the record- official title of my degree, and with the recording side, presumably it gave you time to be in studios at the university or off on work using studios. Yes, it did. However, it was it was almost like the crossover period. This this was the late this was the mid to late nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my graduating year was ninety seven, and I remember. I mean, we're going back a few years now, but I remember we were we were being taught uh, in traditional analog studios mm-hmm. uh, where everything was still like real to real going to tape. But we'd also started uh, some of our lectures and our lessons, as they say, were on um, music uh, technology. And using the very early uh, Ataris, wow, um, and and recording, you know, MIDI, the MIDI side of things, really, uh, in those early days, um, before this, as I say, it was the early days of audio being recorded to um, to computer, to hard to hard drives, to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. etc. So it was a kind of crossover period where we were learning to use the new systems, uh, but still being primarily taught back then, you know, on the traditional analog. So before you actually sort of bring it on to what we're going to talk about, I didn't know. That, does that mean mm. that, although you probably couldn't do it now for all the years in between, you actually learned how to edit on tape? You could cut and splice tape? We were taught how to. I mean, if you asked me to do it now with the stuff Clearly, in front of yeah, me, it'd be yeah. like, uh, oh, God, what am I doing? But I'm sure it would come back if I just sat down and thought about it. But yes, yeah, that was the initial, that was the initial uh, spec, as it were, for our course and things. And apart from uh, romanticism, turned up. The, the, the romantic mm. that in us always has this great idea, you know, the cutting room floor and tape. Is there any actual benefit to working on tape or is the digital side just head and tails better? Oh, oh, there's a question. You know, the guy next door, the woman on the other side would um, could answer this very differently to me. I would say the two benefits by recording on tape, uh, in my opinion, mind you, this isn't necessarily to do with tape itself, but just to the whole system of it. Um, The digital realm lets you just try again take splice easily you know you mm-hmm, can just do mm-hmm. everything digitally between ones and zeros um which makes in my opinion through my own experience and also having you know recorded many other musicians slightly lazy because uh people just just you know that's perhaps it's an unfair thing to say but we know if we don't get it right the first time we'll go have another crack oh, now yep. you can do that on tape but back in those days studio time was very much a, a cost issue as mm, well so mm. it wasn't just the fact you could re-record you could go for how many takes um 
but it was the timing issue. So it's not so much the tape issue, it was just related to tape. Time and cost. Uh, and the whole, sh- yes, exactly. Uh, the splicing and the, I mean, you can hear it in certain, you know, when you when you listen back to, to music from recorded back in the day, as it were, um, you can hear the the cuts occasionally on on certain, you know, 12-inch versions and things. You'll hear the splices where they've made them. Mm. If you listen carefully, if you know what to listen for, uh, or even in seven-inch singles back in back in the day when things were spliced and that, uh, the benefit, the other benefit, I would say. So I say that as a benefit, as you said, because I think it's best to be prepared when you go into a studio, regardless of time, cost, etc. Um, it just makes the whole process much easier. Uh, and the other thing is, you know, we could be arguing about the whole analog um, yeah. tape issue of yeah, sound yeah. Mm-hmm. compared to the ones and zeros of digital, the warmth. But that's another, we won't go mm-hmm. down that mm-hmm. minefield. Um, but no, generally, if someone said to me, however, if you had to choose one or the other, I would still choose digital right? Um, yeah. because of the souls of various reasons. And so in those, because uh, it's Manchester at uni, wasn't it? In- uh, yes, yeah, so University of Salford, yeah. And in those days, were there Macs in any of the studios? Have you ever used a Mac in earnest? Uh, yes, there were Macs. Um, I mean, obviously, it would have been in their early iteration as well, wouldn't it? I'm trying. Do you know what I'm trying to remember? Yes, exactly. But I'm trying to remember. I don't think if there were, we weren't using them to the degree that you know they are being used now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know since most, to be honest, I think the very first. Where, where educational establishments were bringing them in, colleges, universities, etc. Back in the early day, cost being an issue, mm. and, you know, it was, as it is now for educational uh, establishments, uh, they would tend to go for the PC thing. However, that changed, I believe, early mid noughties um, So I think Apple realised they could grab the market, mm-hmm. you know, their reputation and everything, their stability back uh, early on in the day. Um, were the keen selling points so people would think well if we can we can do a good deal for this college for that college for these universities um i think so sorry the initial part of the answer is yes i think it was pc based initially right then it went heavily mac and i would assume now um because i don't work at any universities or colleges or anything that from what i hear from colleagues and that it's still very much mac orientated yeah, yeah. I mean, going by the daughter's university, when I last looked at their uh, suite, it was very much a Mac situation. So mm. also, we didn't mention that you have got a studio and you have artists over to your studio as well. So everything you do is built yes. around PC. Now, yeah. would you before we get into the weeds with this, before I win you over and you end up buying a Mac at the end of this conversation, would you... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to happen. We both know it. I might have to pay for it, but it will... No, um, no. No. <laughs> Would you concede the one thing is that generally people imagine music studios and the creatives be working Mac? Um, who are the people that are imagining that? Sorry. That I guess I'm, even, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Even I'm if you have. I'm just Okay, okay. Yeah. If we were being really blunt, if somebody walked into you, say a singer walked into your studio, sat down, do a session, and they saw you had PC, do you think there'd be a bit of them that thinks, oh, shit, it's PC, not Mac. Does this guy know what he's doing? Is that just an illusion that I've got not being in the business or? Because um, image I does count. Necessi- it does. It does. However, from my experience, uh, both as a, say, producer, uh, as an engineer recording my own studio, but also as a musician in others, mm. um, I would say it's more a case of what's on everyone now thinks pretty much. It's, you know, it's digital. We're going in. It's all going to be going on to a computer of mm, some form. Mm. So, so as you said, it's very visual and people have the, not prejudices as such, they're just what they expect. Some of them are prejudiced, some of them aren't. But what happens is that they go in and if they don't tend to see, or in the past, now that's changing fortunately as well, in the past, if they didn't tend to see Pro Tools right. on the screen, yep. um, that's where they're, oh, you're not using Pro Tools, mm-hmm. uh, which was pr- proprietary mm. back then. Um, and it, it isn't now. You it, can use uh, Pro Tools, you know, um, both on both systems. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it more so that than what's in the actual box, as it were, of computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I wouldn't say for, for the general musician that it would bother them. It would probably be more the software they're used to seeing on a screen. Um, but then prejudices, you know, would exist within, oh, you're not using Pro Tools. Mm. Well, my, my argument to that Because what did you, be, you, you use? Did you use Cubase? Am I right in saying you used Cubase? 
when you in did the seeds. very early days in the no no uh my seeds album was recorded on um uh, presonus or presonus how you pronounce right. it oh yeah yeah uh, stu- studio one mm-hmm. uh, i used and i switched to studio one oh many years ago now from Cubase, but I switched to Cubase from, dare I say, Logic, when Logic was, in its <laughs> early days, was um, PC-based, uh, and then they were bought out by Apple. And That's right, then yeah. became, you know, just, native uh, bit of software, Apple. yeah. Yes, uh, uh, but I would have stuck with Logic in, you know, had it not switched to, um, to PC, but I just couldn't afford, this was, again, in the early noughties, I couldn't afford a Mac back then in the early days. Um, and it was actually a cycling accident out of all things that led me to, you're thinking, how does that work? A cycling accident led me to basically building my own PC because in the early days I was using an Atari. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember mo- I was living in Manchester at the time. Which in my mind is building moved- up a horrendous experience trying to edit on an Atari. I mean, it, just, it doesn't go into my noggins. It doesn't sit. Um, it sounds like it's going to be painful and slow. Okay, in- I know we're going back 25 years, whatever, but even so. Actually, it was, I, I never remember having an issue with it, but that said, it was just MIDI based, you know, mm. um, so you were triggering uh, samplers, etc., or, or you were, you know, the sound was still going to, at least for me, back to analog. It was, a, I was on a four track, I think, a Tascam was a Fostex, one of the two four mm-hmm. tracks. Uh, and then I'd have a, a linked up, you know, Atari base to it. Um, but then when I, I had a, I had a cycling accident where I broke both my wrists. So I was out of action. I couldn't play my sax, um, uh, for a few months, but I thought, what am I going to do with this time? So I decided to, and I knew it was the kind of thing that, you know, I really need to learn about computers because they'd be, as well as having done them, you know, used them previously in, in university, I thought they're changing a lot. Let me see. I need to get something better than I've got. I need to either afford a Mac or I need to afford a PC. Ah, my so it did, cross, it did cross your mind at one point. It did cross your mind. Yeah, yeah, I'm not anti-Mac. This is what I say to people. I'm, you know, apart from the joke side of things, oh, it's just where, me you don't know, like. everyone gives banter. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's nothing. It's just, you know, take this it's personally. I don't like user, it. Yeah, it's it, only in your case. But um, it, no, it was a case of, right, okay, cost, what can I do? Yeah. Uh, and because I actually lived not far from a PC retailer mm-hmm. uh, in Manchester at the time, and I knew I could be there in 20 minutes kind of thing, just walk down the road or cycle or what have you. Um, and I'd looked at their website and I'd been looking at, you know, how music is used, uh, music is used, sorry, how computers are used within music. And mm-hmm. I thought, Oh, Don, this this is actually very cost efficient. This these are really cheap compared to Macs, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So let me see if I can build one. And I learned the hard way. You know, I I you know, even with people are thinking, well, how did you build anything with two broken wrists? One was not as bad as the other, but you know, when there's no rush, um, it's it's yeah, easy yeah. to do. So I, I taught myself, you know, what components were needed, how they, you know, what are good speckers and everything. And I remember, I still remember my very first build. And then once it got running and everything, and I had to buy an external sound card, and I was thinking, oh, it's a bit loud, isn't it? And I hadn't looked into that side of things. I hadn't realized that uh, all the fans involved mm-hmm. for calling certain components, blah, blah, blah. The computer itself was great. Uh, no issues at all. And it kind of just went from there because it's like anything. It's human nature. Um, that's why people, that's why companies invest so much money in, in grabbing you be mm-hmm. your first car or yeah, Model yeah. A or your yeah. first whatever, your bike or, you know, once once a, a manufacturer company have you hooked, they want to try and keep you for life. Oh, but with PCs, yeah. it, it wasn't a case of, you know, there were so many different components. That's one of the things that attracted me. You know, I could, I could actually change components if I needed them. And I didn't realize how that was the case back then. It was only when I just thought, okay, I'll have a bit of that, bit of this, bit of that, et cetera. And it all kind of went from there. So putting you slightly on the spot, but I think you'll kind of know the answer. If I was walking into you today and say, right, I want mm. a super high, because it's this thing, and I think it's a little bit of a myth. I'm not denying that Macs can be eye-wateringly expensive. I mean, I know you don't look at the Mac site. It was funny. I sent Rico some links the other day, and I just laughed knowing he had mm. Apple in his cash. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can spend up to 40 grand on a Mac today. If you went onto their website, you could spec up their Mac Pro and walk away with a 40 grand machine. So I'm not saying mm. that there isn't that level, but if I was talking to you today and say, I want a really professional level PC that's yeah. a- a- capable of doing video editing, music editing. If I was to ask you to build that roughly, including a monitoring and uh, keyboard, roughly speaking, what would I be looking at with you? 
Excuse me. Did you say with monitor? Do you mean yeah. monitoring as in a screen? Uh, no, or yeah, just as a, yeah, as a panel. Yeah, sorry. So as a just, screen. So basically, so, set up, you know, screen, keyboard, computer. Uh, and you want it really high tech to yep. be able to do top yep. of the So range. within reason, okay. you know, I wasn't saying budget's not the issue, it's speed. I want it super reliable, quiet, fans not kicking okay. in any minute. I would say, I would say t- top of the range um, with a very high class monitor. Currently, you'd be looking at, because of graphics card issues mm-hmm. uh, and the costs, uh, and I'm sure you know the whole memory issue mm-hmm. in the last year and a half mm-hmm. or so, or probably longer now. Um, so the cost would be slightly more because of the graphics card's issues. But uh, if it was only, yeah, I would say, okay, I'd say between 1300 to 1600 if that. Okay, I I've say. just spent £1,600 on a monitor. So that <laughs> on a mm. monitor only, but oh, yeah, it's a 5K. It is a you know, it's a beautiful and it's color correct because you know I also work in graphic design. So for me, of course, yeah, representation graphics, yeah. is important as well. Yeah. But equally, if I was to say to you that I could get a Mac on your desk today, uh, which would if we look at um, a decent monitor's costing what 400 quidish? Would I say is that fair? A 4K yeah, monitor? Yeah, I, I, in my head just then, I I estimated four to five hundred. Yeah, so, so I, I could put a Mac you know, on your desk with a monitor for about a thousand quid. Would that surprise you? And it would be perfectly capable of editing video and music. Wonderful. You see, this who thing, could knock that? If and, and see, that's the Mac if it's, Mini. If that's it, the case. Like they've got a, something called a Mac Mini, and it's basically just a little square mm. box. You get nothing else in the box, power cable and the Mac full Mac operating system but that's where they've tried to debunk this idea that it has to be expensive because you've heard this whole revolution where Apple have gone away from Intel now and they're yes, now yeah. completely in-house within reason that's not strictly true but certainly they make their own hardware their own software so they're completely mm. in control to some degree of the supply chain clearly they've been hit by the chip shortage uh, and the panel shortage uh, as everyone else has but they are trying now to bring it all together and the amazing thing is is the speed they're achieving with these their own Apple Silicon chips because they moved away from conventional RAM to this thing called unified memory. So it's system on chip. Mm. And it's, it's kind of, it has revolutionized, but I don't know if it's revolutionized just for us Mac devotees or the whole PC computer producing world because there's, in, in the Mac Mini I'm talking about, there's not even a fan. I mean, that's the amazing thing. So there is no fan kicking in, which as you know, in a recording session can be an absolute pain in the ass. Suddenly you've got a fan kick in and you're sitting there thinking, okay, I've got to get rid of that in post. But I mean, yes, yeah, and that's the big thing. They, they they've changed. Hmm. You know, th- th- there is a Mac kind of every step along the way for costs. Do you ever see there's a point where you would consider at a thousand pounds a Mac, or is it just so inbred in your? Because I I wouldn't know how to use a PC, so I'm assuming it's almost the same. I could put Audition on a PC, and although Audition would look the same, how to navigate around in a PC? But, but yeah. And I would be the same with a Mac. Anytime I've had to use a Mac, it's like, you know, it's the, the mouse in my hand is, hold on. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just, uh, it's not natural. Hold on. This is, yeah. what a, this is what a right click or left click should do. It shouldn't be doing what you're, what's happening. And it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to throw it out the window. No, uh, answer to your question, you know, could you ever foresee yourself with a third? Um, in my own, who's to say no? But I mean, I've, in my own setup, this is for me personally, mm. because it's the same as you. You would never need to change to, to a PC because you have everything you need um, in the Apple environment that does exactly what you need it to do. I'm the same with what, what I need to do, um, and it's, I'm not anti-Mac at all. And when people, when I, I've, I've built numerous systems um, mm. over the last, you know, the last four or five years, um, and on a couple of occasions in the last, well, actually in the last 12 months, three of those systems are from, interesting, are from people who've decided to, to jump from Mac to mm-hmm. PC. Uh, and I've said to them, you know, are you sure you want to do this? You know, it's no, you, you, the, the reason, uh, whatever reasons they gave, I was, a couple of them I was more surprised at. But that said, um, could I see myself? Yes, I could if needed. I, and I do actually say to people, look, what's your budget? Because the other thing is I don't build completely from new spec. For example, I can say to people, if you have X budget, I can use reconditioned parts, secondhand parts, I see, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But you, you, could have, also, you, know, so it, you could also build from case up. If I said to you, look, literally go buy me the case, the RAM, the motherboard, you can build from brand ground zero, I assume, can you? 
Yes. Yeah. And that's right. For example, this literally this morning, I had parts delivered from uh, a sister, a good friend and colleague, Vicky Flint, um, a great trumpet player who uh, is having a new system built. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, she's decided to invest and she wants everything new and things. Um, but even cost wise, it, it hasn't worked out. And she's got a very high spec PC, in my mm-hmm. opinion, for, you know, for what she's asked for. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't want to stray and keep, keep going on about that PC side. I, want, I actually do actually want to answer your question about could I foresee myself? Um, I could advise people, say, for example, I've got a thousand pounds to spend, blah, mm-hmm. blah, could you build me a, and I'd say, okay, well, this is what I could do for you within that, you know, I could easily, easily buy you a complete system with a monitor and things, uh, build you a very good spec computer for that money. However, um, if it's a life, not a lifestyle choice, that's an un- unfair thing to say. If you would like a small box rather than say a traditional more like MIDI tower or something mm-hmm. like that, um, that looks, you know, you can't knock Apple for their looks at all because they, you know, their products do look wonderful. Would you rather that on your, you know, on your desktop or hidden from view, etc.? Um, you, as you've just said, you haven't got the fan issue noise. Not that you have with what I build because I, I use components that you know keep everything minimal or mm-hmm. non-existent fan wise. Blah blah blah. Um, but it's it's then a, a case of. Are you familiar? I would say to a client, are you for, are you already familiar with one system or both, etc.? Some people, you know, use both uh, Apple and uh, Apple and Mac. I was going to say Apple and PC, mm. um, and they're happy to use either or both, etc. So I don't try and get anyone to stray away from anything because it's like getting in a Ford or getting in a Ferrari. Mm. Both can take you from London to Scotland. One yep. can do it in a slightly different way to the other, and they both have their benefits and disadvantages. So. That's what I try and do to people. I say, what is it you want from a computer, whatever that computer be? Uh, the one thing I will say, and I'll add at this stage, is that in years gone past, the Apple, in my opinion, had the, and, and fairly, had the better reputation for reliability. Yeah. Um, whereas I can't speak for other software, you know, I'm talking about, should we say, music software mm-hmm. based stuff here. Uh, whereas now I'm not saying PC are better. I'd say they're as good as each other, and they both again, it's it's more to do with the software developers than the actual components uh, and the systems themselves, the actual hardware that are the issue. I've got a few uh, questions. One of the silly ones. I'm not mm. sure if I know the answer or not. Is the only operating system on a PC Windows? No. Oh, because uh, I assumed it was. Own, the, so I just assumed if you went PC, your operating system would be Windows. Uh, do you mean for music-related things or or any? Isn't it? Are sort we of, uh, well, I just meant natively wide. On, on the PC, say you're hypothetically building me. If I walked into a Mac, it's Mac OS. On a PC, yeah. it, are you responsible for what operating system you build into the PCs that you make for clients? Yes. Yes. And, and 100% of the time I have used, I've gone Windows. Because people are familiar uh, with it, now, I guess. Yes. Yes. And also, hands up, I wouldn't, you know, I've... A couple of years ago, I looked into what they call Linux, yeah, uh, yep, which is open that. source of software, um, which you can. And I, I would say it's literally a handful of people. I'm sure anyone that, that might be listening might be thinking, hold on, I know loads of. Personally, I don't. And mm. following the trends and things, there's, there's not that many within the music studio or musician realm using Linux. It can be used. It's a great mm. operating system, but uh, not much of the software is coded or written for it. That's not to say there isn't any, because there is. It's just minimal. So most people are thinking, I'm going st- to stay with Windows because I, that gives me far more choice. And then you said that you'd had a client come to you recently, or two, I think you said, that have decided to switch from Mac to PC. Their reason? Mm. Int- why, what was the- they're, they're both in the well, music what- industry, are they? Yes, yeah, yep. two musicians. Um, the the third person just said, "I fancy change." There were three of them in the last year. The other two were both um, they were fed up with the continu- To quote, I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. paraphrasing here. Mm. They're fed up with the continual changes that are happening to Mac OSs, mm-hmm. and each time it's caused them problems. Um, then having also, I think in both cases. They're both PC users, so they've, they're familiar with PCs. Right, yeah. Um, aside from a change, I think, to, you know, from Windows 7 to 10, but in, in fairness to, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a particular Microsoft lover by any means myself, 
But in fairness to Microsoft, the change from 7, the 7 was so reliable for so many years, as 10 is now, and I, I know gonna, 11 has just hit the shelf. I was going to say, so you're on 10 at the moment, are you? It's Yes, personally, I'm 10, and even the systems I'm building currently are 10, even though 11 now is the, is the new uh, version, as it were. I'm still recommending to people because it's tried and tested for mm-hmm. a good few years now, Windows 10, and it works perfectly. There's, you know, uh, of course, there, there are issues, but not regarding uh, the music recording software and music editing software. There are no issues there, so that's why I recommend it. The one, um, but yeah, they were... Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, I, I can appreciate even because I use a few plugins, nothing like what you would in a recording session or musicians would use. Mm. But that is one thing I will say as a pain in the ass when uh, Mac changed their OS, it's normally a good year, 18 months before Waves or whoever have updated their plugins. So if you're used to, if you're relying on plugins, it is a real pain. I've got a new Mac about to arrive, as you know, and, and it's kind of like, mm. even with the limited plugins I've got, I think because the OS has been out long enough, I'll be okay. But that is a real pain. And I can understand why big session studios just upgrade at their peril. They'll stay with an old OS purely because they know all of those plugins they bought over years and years and years will work. That's unfortunately for, for Apple users at the moment, uh, within, again, within the recording side uh, and the musician side. Um, that's a bit of an issue now changing to the M1 because mm. they're having to recode the plugins for M1. It's not that's right. because of the OS change. Uh, so I do feel for manufacturers of plugins because they're now having to do the PC, Intel Mac, and now M1 Mac. Um, uh, I, I don't know enough about um, the Rosetta. Well, that's um, more or less gone. Now. Yeah, because they had the Rosetta platform so that you could be running non programs that weren't augmented and ready to run on the Apple Silicon. So they put that Rosetta platform mm. in there. But on the whole, Adobe for a long time was running on that, whereas now yeah. Adobe have recoded and all of their Creative Cloud suite runs natively on M1. So I think people are catching up, but it is slow. It, you know, and it only takes one plugin not to work, and basically a whole session could be kind of buggered or put on the back burner, yeah, couldn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the disadvantage. But as you say... There's nothing to stop, you know, the people who, you know, the Mac users who have got a system, one or two OSs old or what, mm. uh, or their hardware, you know, a, a couple of whatever generations old. There's nothing to stop them for now continuing doing perfectly, you know, with what they're doing. And this is something I say, um, I've, I've yet to ask this on, on various forums, but I, I, do, I do often think this question, say from this pinpoint in time that you and I are having this discussion, yep. from this pinpoint in time, and I could have asked this question two, three, four, five years ago, if nothing was ever changed from this point in time, if nothing was improved, mm. if we never got to see <laughs> a new OS, a new piece of hardware, a new plugin, yeah. would it hinder us? No, because no. We, what we have on our hands here is just immense. It's right. absolutely immense. You, you've um, hit the nail right the, on the head there. There's this thing called mm. diminishing returns. And so, again, I know you don't spend all your time like me um, whoring over the Apple site. So they've just released this new desktop with a, what's called the M1 Ultra. Basically, it's four M1 chips inside. It's stupidly quick, ridiculously quick. Base price starts at 2000 and then with the Ultra chip in it, because that was with a, a Max chip, with the Ultra chip, it starts at 4000 just a computer, just that. But mm. the, they were talking, even on the release date, that you can do eight, ten streams of 8K video editing. I don't know many people that are working in 8K, let alone have got the need to do eight streams of 8K video. I looked at it, even, and with the th- my audio isn't heavy, as you know, I only use a couple of plugins. Video is ridiculously resourceful, and the graphics mm. work, Photoshop can be heavy. But I was looking at that machine, and it's not for me, and I'm kind of, I'm not saying I'm a high-end user, but I'm not a, you know, I'm not just an Excel spreadsheet kind of user. I, I do hit the machines mm. quite hard. And I looked at it and thought, and, and they were already, as I bought mine, it's already old. Uh, so you're always going to be, in any tech, you're always going to be buying something that's old. And as you say, from now on, the speeds are, are becoming, I mean, okay, from my change I'm about to make now, from exporting videos on the Macs I've got now to go from 40 minutes down to what I expect to be about five minutes, massive. You know, I'll be saving myself at least half an hour, 40 minutes a week just in export times. Which per session, because normally what happens, I export the video, then I'll notice a mistake and think, oh, I've got to go back and do, and it's another 40 minutes to re-export. You very rarely do I export, and that first one is right. So, but after that, now the next machine after that is going to save me, what, another 30 seconds? For, do I, okay, even I can't be precious enough and pretentious enough to say that my time is that important. <laughs> and we all know I am pretentious and precious, but even I wouldn't say that my time 
is worth another 30 seconds to spend another two or three grand. It just doesn't equate. From here on in, as you say, everything is, unless you're at that high end of almost like movie studio, heavy, high end Hollywood movie editing, mm. I can't see why you'd need the power that we're now being given. I don't know if PCs moving at the same speed as Apple at the moment. I've heard people saying that Apple have kind of jumped them on their speeds right now. The, the M1 uh, compared to, okay, let's say for processing, in from what I've what I've been looking at recently, the M1 is just yeah nipping the bud at the top there right. compared to the PC. Now the PC market had to change about a year and a half, two years ago, where Intel have been literally ruled the roost for mm. so many years. Mm. Um, there was another company called AMD. Yeah, I've heard um, about those. That 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 uh, also chip manu- you know um, CPU chip manufacturers. But they were left behind uh, for whatever reason a few years back. Uh, but they surprised everyone a few years ago with um, the introduction of their Ryzen. Um, oh, I've heard of those gamers use uh, gamers use Ryzen. Yeah, a lot. it's hugely yeah. yes, yeah, gamer. And it uh, about a year and a half ago is it a year and a half ago something like that a year ago. Um, basically, they came in and swept the board and left Intel in the dust. And Intel were quite you know they knew it was coming, mm. but until and all the secrets you know I think it's quite a, a secretive industry in that you know everything is trying kept hush as possible until the official re- info is released. And it was released, and their benchmarks and everything for their processors came in, and they were taking they overtook Intel uh, as they would had. Oh, we're going back. What was it now to the early. 2000s where they had a very good platform amd back then mm. um with a dual processors introduction and but then they were left behind for the majority uh of the years up until as i say from the early 2000s or mid early 2000s till 2020 something like that uh where ryzen amd came in with their ryzen architecture and um overtook intel and all the gamers were you know going for these chips uh, and they're also cost-wise, Intel were allowed to charge as much as they want because they had no competition. Closed market. So yeah. it was great. Yeah, it was great for 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 the consumer mm. uh, because they suddenly had a choice. And AMD traditionally always, you know, pitched slightly lower their prices, and now they were coming in lower uh, and also better. So understandably, people looking to upgrade or etc. Um, jumped ship or went over um to the Ryzen platform. Now I did because I was due an upgrade for my own studio. Um you're running Ryzen in your studio it, then, yeah? So I am, yes, yeah. Um but that said, you know, I've only built two two Ryzen systems out of say the last eight. Uh predominantly most people have cho- I give them the option to go for Intel and it's the name they're more they're more familiar with mm-hmm. and they've chosen that. So I don't recommend one above the other because Intel have now come back, been forced to up their game, and their their latest um, their latest line are pretty much on par now with Ryzen in a couple of occasions or a couple of benchmark tests in various software. They might pit them at the post again, but it's pretty much you know uh, level heading. Now what I've seen M1 takes the, the those two AMD and Intel uh, and they get in front now. So yeah. you've definitely got that benefit. But as you said, the diminishing returns issue. Oh, from um, here on in. How much, how much is that, those extra 30 If you're talking like you've said, you've gone from 40 minutes to something like five to six, seven, whatever. Time is money, let's be honest. And yep. that's, that's something that you've, the individual has to decide, yes, I want to spend this, fin- I want this financial cost here. Mm-hmm. It's worth it mm-hmm. because it's saving me, it's saving me time. Uh, and you're thinking, do I need the extra 30 seconds to go another, however many thousands? Yeah. And I wonder while you were actually telling me this, I'm, I'm thinking who is going to pay for it? Is it the Hollywood studios? Well, there aren't that many of them. So is it just, it's like most things the the tech is introduced and eventually the prices drop and everyone then switches to the 8k, um, systems that can, you know, render in, in minus 30 seconds, et cetera. Uh, who, who knows? But um, for, for, for me, the, you know, the biggest, the benefit was the introduction of SSDs. So oh, more so than the, the processing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, the, the thought of having to wait, turn machine on and wait for it to spin up now, I, just, I, I, the, I remember somebody telling me in, in graphic design, funny enough, years ago, I said, treat yourself. Whenever you buy a machine, buy SSD. You, the one thing you will not regret SSD yeah, yeah. and this main Mac that I'm still working on now is a 2015 Mac and it's been a real workhorse I mean it's worked you know regularly 10-12 hour days through most of that six seven years and it's been brilliant okay it's just beginning to creak now but it's got the mm. SSD and it's only got terabyte storage 
and it, it's been a delight. So moving forward with what, and that's the other thing. I, I've decided to go against desktop, which I never thought I'd do because I like a big screen. Okay, so I bought the mm. monitor to augment it, but all of this power is now in a bloody laptop. Two terabytes of storage, 32 gigs of unified RAM. I mean, I'm going to have more speed and power than I've had in any machine, and it's a laptop. I can be and anywhere. It's portable. It's wonderful, absolutely wonderful, yeah. I mean, it comes at a, a cost, but that said, a cost to say, that's I, I comment on that, I make that decision based on me personally, my life, my finances. Mm. Was it three and a half, three yeah. and a half thousand-ish yeah. that you've paid for that? Yeah. So that that to me is a lot for what it can oh, do God, when, yeah. I can, when I can build. But again, if it's worth it to the, the buyer, then... Then yes, the the money to a degree. If you can afford it, you know people can argue. Yeah, is it, it really it, an issue. I hovered a lot before I put it in the basket. It never, never mm. comes easy. And if three and a half grand comes easy to you, you've got too much money. I mean, I hovered for a long time, and I'd been looking at it for mm. probably about three months. And in the end, I decided, yeah. like, this is the time to do it. I know it's going to last me for X amount of years. In whatever hat I've got on at that day, whether it's audio, video, or graphic, it will do its job and hopefully earn me some money and begin to recoup it. But it's, it's, it is stupid. I mean, you know, it's, it's a hell of an investment in any business, in anybody's life to spend three and a half grand on a laptop. I won't be using it as a laptop. I can't see myself leaving it, moving it from the studio. <laughs> the thought of that thing getting dropped mm. is <laughs> not something no. I want to entertain. I've had to wait for it though. I've, I've, it's about six, eight weeks. And this is obviously coming back to the chip shortage and the same with the display panel. I, I won't be getting that until June. So these worldwide shortages are still having a problem for everybody. Even the might of Apple can't make things happen quickly. And I'm sure that that reflects in the cost as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the whole industry. Ages back in our conversation, you mentioned a word which is so, so relevant to me and probably to most Mac users, lifestyle. There was something about buying into the the Mac thing. I don't know. And Mm. to to be honest, when I was younger and I first got my very first Mac, it was that almost wanted to be part of that gang. And yeah, that's it's human nature. It really is, and it's something. I think you're more mature they, than me, though. I don't think you'd get affected by that. I know you well enough. No, you're not. That's not the sort of thing that would tick your box. It's purely functional for you. If you think it's going to do its job well, I think you'd get it. Whereas me, I thought, ah, that just looks cool. You know, I'd see a, a picture of a music studio with a Mac, and I thought, yeah, I want to live that lifestyle. So it was me trying to be something I'm not. I've done that all my life. I'm getting away with some of it, but I, I, I've, I've, all, I've always thought that, and it's you know, that's absolutely honest. It was. Part of the original thing, I didn't need a Mac back then. I was just running desktop type, you know, it was sort of a Word and Excel. I was just doing office work. I wasn't doing anything that needed it. And I thought, no, I want a Mac because it just looks good. Yeah, well, that you know, that part of their research has gone into that that very issue that people want the Macs. Yeah. Because uh, I remember years ago speaking on this subject because um, I'm a bit of a hi-fi bore as well, just a whole sound bore. Mm. And I remember my early hi-fi days, um, you know, uh, starting to, get you know separate hi-fi separate separate amp preamps blah 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 and um one of the magazines i used to buy had um the the first you know you always knew who the good companies were because you'd open the inside cover and the first advert was obviously (laughs) the most as it as is still the case for anyone who buys magazines and it was always marantz oh yeah um, yeah and and looking back now, I, and it's, I remember this particular advert, looking at it, I wasn't, it didn't win me over. I just remember the adverts. Yeah, I'm thinking, well, I couldn't afford a Marantz anyway. But now when I think back and look at the advert, I just think, oh, it just makes me cringe. Because like, the yeah. advert was black and white photo, uh-huh. uh, some hip kind of New York apartments. Like, That's um, it, brick and exposed and beams. Brick, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. And, and some guy, I think he was sipping an espresso, espresso as he's looking yeah. out the window, uh, looking out the window. And his arm was, so you could just see he had a lovely shirt, lovely trousers on, a uh, uh, tie and what have you. And he's holding the espresso cup, you know, up, he's just about to drink it and something. And you can see a very costly watch on his <laughs> hand, you see. And talk about, fr- talk about free advertising for the other companies. Now, I can't remember the exact, I'm paraphrasing here, but what it was, and you could see the hi-fi and his Marantz not far from him, yeah? And you can make out that they were Marantz. You couldn't tell which models, et cetera. But it was um, it was like a suit by Armani, for example. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, watch, and it said "Watch" by Tag Heuer. I don't know if I pronounced yeah. that right. Hoyer. Tag Heuer. Hoyer, excuse me. Tag Heuer. I, I, I've got and three. And then, uh, oh, <laughs> here we go. There we go. You are the person this advert worked on. You're the exact. I'm already there. Hold I'm on. There. Do I'm you have an apartment <laughs> in? Yeah. Of course, I've had Morantz in my uh, time. Why wouldn't I've had Morantz? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and then it so it was suit by Armani. Uh, 
yeah, Watch by Tag and Hi-Fi by Marantz. And, uh, you know, I remember looking at the ad, not really thinking much about it, apart from I can't afford Marantz. And now when I look back and I'm thinking, it doesn't actually tell you anything about the product or whether it's... But then again, you know, what does? Someone can say to me, pick a, pick anything in the world that's advertised and the, the the most impressive things, the most costly things, don't tell you. They're just promoting their their reputation, mm-hmm. which is already there. They're mm-hmm. just reminding you about it. Um, and so, and I've never been that way. You're quite right. Me as an individual, if you're trying to sell me something on looks alone or prestige, sorry, I'm not interested in that. I want no. to know that what I'm buying does what it needs to do. If it's meant to look good and it's a fashion, yeah, okay, that's fine. You know, that's how you would to me sell a suit because it looks nice and things. But then I'm the person that stays away from something with a label on it just because it's got a label on it. I know that is well, that's, are, that's I mean, just me. How you and I became friends, I don't know, because we we oppose on many, many things. And yet somehow there was that, uh, I'm going to use an awful pun, there was a seed in there of germination that meant we somehow saw eye to eye on something. But it, you're, it, absolutely, when you were describing it that Marantz music, advert, well, it was music, yeah. absolutely, that, yeah, that, mm. that great level of everyone. Yeah. But I mean, it was it, the advert you were describing is just so me. And I, I just needed that guy to have long hair with a ponytail because I just, I, I, I can picture everything. I, I, that is the sort of thing I would buy into. 100%. percent i will have to see I'm, if I can find the ad somewhere a, on the net. If you can, and if you. You can I'll, I'll somehow yeah. attach it to the show notes. I'll put a link to it. I'll put it in my Dropbox and I'll, I'll leave a link to the advert. If you can find it, that'd be brilliant because yeah. you can reference it as well. But yeah, you're totally right. And, and I'm hands up. It was, okay, now they are part of my workflow and I think they do earn their keep from. But early on, it was just I sort of saw these cool hip people using it and I'd go into a graphic design studio and there'd be a sea of Macs everywhere and I thought, I just need to be that. For no particular reason, mm. I had PCs at the time. They were kind of doing their thing and then suddenly I got into this thing and before you know it, it's got you in every which way because then you've got the watch, you've got the, the phone, you've got the... I bet you use an iPad as a musician, right? I bet you use an iPad. I do for reading music. Yeah. There we go. It's, yeah, because virtually every musician I see turn up pulls out the iPad with the, the charts on. So we've got you into the Apple ecosystem mm. just a little eeny weeny bit. Eeny weeny bit. I didn't bit. buy it though. No, I was it trying was, to say it's, it was, not, it's my wife's new. old one. And I, thought, <laughs> and I needed I needed a form of pad. You know, it could have been a, an Android one. I was looking, interestingly, at getting an Android one just yep. so that I could people could say, that's not no right. I said, no, you don't need one. But I thought I'd be doing it for the sake of it. There's an old one in the house, uh, and it is, I think it's an iPad. Literally last night, I and I do mean last night, I ended up having to buy a new cover for it because the yep. old one's got quite tatty. And I had to look on the back. I don't even know what iPad it was. And, I, and it was model i. It's a model i395. Uh, it, what, no, model I1395 or something like that. Right. So I had to go on to the net and, it, and I believe, having looked at it, it's an iPad 2. I thought it was an iPad 1 because it's so old. Right. But it's an iPad 2 and it's got 16 gig uh, memory. And yep. it's still, my, 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 my eldest son was trying to put, I was trying to put an app on for him last mm-hmm. week during the holidays, mm-hmm. over the Easter holidays. It wouldn't have it. No. So, and I did say to him, it's unlikely because this is quite old, but it yeah. does what I need it to do. I can get an app there for school, which your musician majority of musicians use to read music live. Yep, yep. Um, and it, it does the job there perfectly, you know. Like I've said, I'm not anti. I've never been anti. It's just never made sense for me, the, the whole Mac no, and, and No, and I get and it. You know, I think the both, you know, we can both go away, walk away from this knowing that we're both going to go get on with our days. They're both tools for us to do whatever we need to do with. And as long as they're yeah. doing that task for us reasonably quickly, reasonably efficiently, you know, we kind of know where we leave things, we can pick them up and carry on using. Yeah. You know, and that's the silly thing. I know yeah. that I've just blown a lot of money on it. I know I'm up Apple's ass for no particular reason other than as we've already established, I now know reasonably. That's the other thing. If something goes wrong, you know sort of how mm. to get out of jail. And on a PC, yeah. I just wouldn't. I'd be starting the phone to you, Rico, what do I do? You know, what, how do I? Whereas on this, I've got a fairly mm. good idea if something goes wrong, what I need to press to try and find something, do something, reset, you know. So it, it, it is muscle yeah. memory, isn't it, to some degree? Yeah, entirely. I'd say to a huge degree. Um, and it's what we all invest in yes. uh, at some stage. Um, but the other, interestingly, at least for me, there's, um, I did a, I, I went on a, like a weekend mastering course going back a few years now. Um, uh, who, and I met a wonderful guy called Russ Hepworth Sawyer, who is uh, one of the best in mastering engineers in my Didn't opinion, he master your country. album? And he did, yeah. Yes, and I'm biased the there. But yeah, he, yeah. But even even prior to that, you know, um, 
Uh, he's written books on mastering. He's, he masters some good stuff. And um, he also like writes uh, for Sound on Sound magazine. And it was actually via that that I picked up on the course that he was running. Um, and the software he uses, now for the life of me, it's gone out of my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew this would happen. Um, but that's, that's not from, it's uh, PC based only. No, no, that does surprise me. Mac. Um, so I, he was looking to build a, a new system for his studio last year, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, I said, Oh, I'm surprised, you know, um, but of course, and then I remembered, uh, is it Pyramix? That's it. Pyramix. Never um, heard that of it. He uses. That's mastering and, software, is it? Um, it's, yeah, used basically. Okay, I've, I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah. Prim- primarily for mastering. Uh, and he, he said, can I put a system together for him and things? And I did, I built it to his spec. Uh, and he was, you know, very cost effective compared to when I remember looking at the same time to get the Mac equivalent. Mm. It, you know, it was a good like 40% less than. Plus, he was already familiar with, you know, he wanted to stay on the software he was using. Yeah, yeah. He just needed a better system hardware wise now, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, also for other projects, because he's a mix engineer as well. Um, and he, you know, ended up going for pretty much top of the top of the spec CPU, Intel CPU and what have you. Uh, so I know that if somebody like Russ with his expertise and his experience and knowledge is happy to stay PC based, mm. I know, you know, I, and I he's know working at the top of his game. Other yeah. People would be. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and that's right. Just, mm. I will let you get on with your day in just a minute. I know we've been rambling for quite a time, but when, when I mentioned that Mac pro, that's worth about 40, 50 grand, it's about to be discontinued, but just to put it in reference now, that new desktop that I said they've just released is quicker. Is this at yeah. four grand? So the M one ultra Mac studio is now quicker than that 40 grand Mac Pro that was only released three years ago. Blows it away, knocks it into oblivion. And so that's a tenth of wow. the price. So, you know, as I say, it's from there on in, it's kind of, and that Mac Pro is already fast, but again, it's doing it with less power because everyone's worried about their energy consumption. So it's doing it at like a quarter yeah. of the power consumption. Um, you know, I mean, it, but from here on in, as I say, where we need to go, I mean, I'm sure they will keep developing. That's just the nature of the beast. I'm about to get my new Mac maybe next week. It's already old. So, yeah. But, you know, you can never buy something that's going to stay up to date. We know that, be it cars, be it tech, be it PCs, Macs. The minute you buy it, it is out of date. We all know that. So I think at some point you need to draw the line. And I was looking at specs and think, I'm not going to need much more than this ever. Okay, my life's changed a bit and I'm doing video editing now, but I don't think I'm suddenly going to start doing multi-stream editing, you know. So it's cut and chop, export. It's kind of going to do its job for me. Uh, True. And I think by the time, if you do see yourself doing what you've just said that you don't see yourself doing by that, by that time, it's likely those prices would have dropped anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you, we've always got that to, you know, to, to look forward to, um, uh, same for me when I, when I built my, my own studio system last year, it was during lockdown that I, you know, that oh, I did upgraded you, so since I've been there, you've, you've upgraded, have you? Yes. Yeah. Cause for example, I was on Intel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and up until, oh yeah, up until probably the first year of lockdown uh, and the COVID situation. And then I thought, right, I've, I've got the time now because I couldn't actually justify taking the time out to rebuild. Do, do it, yeah. Because yeah. my own PC, you know, it would just to install the software is like a couple of days. There we it's go. It's not building the PC. The build, the, to build a PC and to install the OS on it and things, that would probably take half a day to a day but it's all the other software i had to put on the various things etc etc which which takes time and now that can be say i can i don't have to for example if i were to do it again i don't have to do the whole thing i take what they call a ghost image um and impose that onto the new new system yeah uh yes you then have issues with different what they call drivers but for particular components and what Mm -hmm. have you but they've made that much easier they've realized that people you know are in the situation i'm in uh, and they've made it easier for us to do and what have you. Yeah, it's so, actually um, it's very similar mm. to what I'm about to encounter because although it's lovely buying a new PC, Mac, whatever, and I love it when it arrives, mm. it's actually a king's pain in the ass to get a new machine because it's not yours. Nothing you need is on yeah, there and working. Yeah, you have to make it your, yeah. So I, because, yeah. as you know, I'm a massive nerd, I've been making a list for the last month of all the programs. Because rather, I think it's very similar to what you said about the mirroring thing. With Mac, they do this thing. If you put mm. it near to another Mac, you can basically migrate but i've decided no i don't want to do that because i've probably got x amount of years of stuff on there i don't want so i'm just going to try and build it from mm. new each program i want to put on you know one by one by one so yeah it's gonna be a pain in the neck but at least i know i've only got on there what i want 
What do some, you need? Yeah, it's much fresher and less, as they, yeah. they call bloated. Um, That's it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Good for you. Good it's going to be slow. If you've got the time to do it. Oh, but. it's going to be a horrible Sunday. I'll probably have the Grand Prix yeah. on in the background. There you go. There's another reason to dislike How me. to ruin a day already, yeah. Oh, no. Make it, make it yeah. worse and put on the ground. Yeah, don't, please don't tell me you've got to finish the day with cricket because that would just ruin it completely. Oh. Yeah. Again, two other things that we, we really don't see eye to eye on. I enjoy watching Grand Prix. Rico just doesn't see the point. We'd rather pull toenails yeah. out. Uh, cricket, again, yeah. you know, the fact I used to play, don't let that curry your favour. Don't try and be nice to me because you know it's in my DNA. That's fine. But tennis, we do kind of get on with. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're, we're on the same page with tennis. As tennis, yeah. Yeah, as, as everyone should be, but you know, everyone's <laughs> sucker. Or, uh, so I think what we need to do is begin to wrap things up. Uh, in the notes of this podcast, I'll put a link to where you can pick up Rico's album Seeds. If you like your, what should we call it? Reimagined retro soul from a golden era in the middle 80s. Soul jazz funk from, uh, yeah, with, um, oh God, you know, so many people have asked me since, um, how do you describe it? Uh, and I just, it's, if you like your soul jazz and funk, it's there's elements of all that in there. Uh, and it is. And I'm just, not blowing smoke yeah. up his ass because he's here. He knows that I've eulogised. Luckily, I was sort of involved with a little bit through its development. And it is a thing of absolute stunning beauty, that album. It really is. It's not just covers. It really isn't. They are ripped apart, reimagined, but put back together thoughtfully, not just the one thing. There's no bloody loops in there. It's musicians the whole way through. Mm. <laughs> there's no beds. Yeah. It's, it's musicians actually doing what they do. So that is yeah. where it stands out. 38 of them, I think. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so we put the link. We'll, the other day, yeah. we'll put a link to that in there. We'll put a link to your website as well. If anyone is interested in oddly getting a PC or C built while they're listening to a podcast about Apple, I don't know, but we'll put a link to that in there as well. So if they want to hook up with you, they can do that. Maybe some of your socials in there. So if you want to find out yeah. more about Rico, we'll put all that in the show notes to this uh, podcast. And uh, I dare say, there's a very good chance you'll be back on. We'll ruminate some more. Yeah, be good to be good to see how things are developed. Say in a year's time or something. Absolutely, or, or yeah. Rico, be an absolute pleasure. Looking forward to getting on here. Thank you so much. As always, thanks, David. Oh, Take I don't care. forget, All I, the need best. Ad, I need that advert as well. Find me that Morant's advert. That's your homework. I will f- I'll see if somebody <laughs> has, has uploaded it to some Google image It'll somewhere. Be there. That It'll I can be find there. It. Yeah. Rico, thanks a lot. We'll have a look. So there you go. Rico and I talking differences, Mac versus PC. There'll be all sorts of notes in the link to this podcast if you want to find out more about Rico. And also do check out the album Seeds. It is a thing of beauty. I'll be back with you in a couple of weeks time if you want to get in touch with me between podcasts. So don't forget on Twitter is a great place to do it at D Talking Tech. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you in a few weeks time on the next Mind 16. 